0: the Lord. We welcome you all today to our live broadcast this Sunday, October 9, 2022. Shall we pray? In Jesus' name we pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for enabling us to be here today. And for the many who have tuned in, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your protective shield over us. We thank you for your word to us. We thank you for those faithful ministers of the gospel, whatever they may be in the world. I will give you all the praise, honor. And pray, Lord, that by the Holy Spirit, Lord, you will open hearts, ears, and eyes, so that they will see, they will understand, and they will be enabled, Lord, to continue And be strengthened in the work which you have committed to your children to do on earth. And that the powers, spiritual powers that have been deceiving, as they're being exposed, Lord, to your children, you'll understand how to fight and withstand them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Our instrumental. Immortal, invisible God, only wise, taken from Abraham and instrument instrumentals, and the Lord continue to bless him and his family. We continue with our spiritual warfare series, the battle for the souls of humans. Only believers in Christ can win that battle, because God has already done his own part. At the beginning of this series, we spoke most believers don't know who they are. That was the week before last. Last Sunday, we tried to show that the kingdom of darkness is very well organized. Today, we are going to bring to the attention of believers who their enemies truly are. Next Sunday, don't fail. To be how you are now should battle evil spiritual forces. How to be prepared and to withstand them and to send them flying and to rescue many who are in their bondage. It's very important. Today it is, but we're setting the table still. The next Sunday will be how you and I can do this battle and come out successfully. And we shall continue as the series goes on as you see on the board. We may make adjustments as we are led. Praise the Lord. Today's topic Evil spirits are humanity's real enemies. The outline, the introduction. Two, Satan brought disorder into the world. God created another world, but Satan brought disorder after our first parents disobeyed God. Three, Believers should know who their enemies are. And of course, our song today, immortal, invisible, God only wise. Praise the Lord. Introduction. So much chaos in the world, so much evil, so much hunger. Are we going to continue enumerating? No. So much lies, so much deceit, and many falling for them. This week alone, this week alone, a former police officer. Walked into a daycare center in Thailand and killed dozens of children and teachers. Went to his home, killed his wife and child before killing himself. Number of dead, at least 36. There is no doubt that there were other heinous crimes committed during this week that went unreported. Sometimes even in your own neighborhood. Some of them were more likely covered up, especially in those countries where human beings are prosecuted for disagreeing with state policies. Between 1941 and 1945, Nazi Germany under Hitler systematically murdered about 6 million Jews across German-occupied Europe. Did that stop genocides from continuing? No. There have been other genocides since 1945. Some of them have been covered up by the superior war powers because they were maybe instrumental, the agents were caused those genocides. I know of one, but I'm not saying so today. While others are well known, what will make group, that's a group of human beings, whether they're state actors or countries, exterminate a group of other people because they don't look or talk or believe like them what will make a man kill little children in cold blood happened many years ago to even the united states of america why is there so much evil in the world today Everyone has always been there. It's been a constant with the world since Satan took control of the world. But why is this so much today, so much? Hopefully, you and I shall have a full understanding at the end of this broadcast. It's important that you understand. Because if you want to go to a battle, you have to know what the problem is and how you're going to tackle it. Next item in the outline. Satan brought disorder to the world. Scripture, please.
1: I read from Revelation chapter 12, verses seven to 12. Then there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels, and the dragon lost the battle, and he and his angels were forced out of heaven. This great dragon, the ancient serpent, called the devil, or Satan, the one deceiving the whole world, was thrown down to the earth with all his angels. Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens, it has come at last, salvation and power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down to earth, the one who accuses them before our God day and night. And they have defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and by their testimony, and they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. Therefore, rejoice, O heavens, and you who live in the earth heavens, rejoice. But terror will come on the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you in great anger, knowing that he has
0: little time. Praise the Lord. No that little verse. That last verse, sorry, not little. Satan and his co-hosts are in the world today. And they are not here to play. One third of the angels were cast out with him. Those fallen angels now are called evil spirits. They are not in hell, as many people have been taught in by organizations and denominations that are not that are fallen from the faith, let's be honest about it. They are here on earth, doing mischief. Look at that, verse 12. Therefore rejoice, all heavens, and you who live in the heavens. Rejoice, because terror is now on earth and the sea. For the devil has come down to you in great and knowing that he has a little time. If somebody is going out, what do you think is going to do? God created another world, but Satan and his cohorts have brought disorder into the world because human beings obeyed him rather than God. And because he knows that his time is short, he and his cohorts, is to create maximum chaos. Make the evil so much, make the world so much evil, such that human beings would literally eat each other. It is in this disordered world that all forms of evil have gained traction. Hate is celebrated. Love is scorned. Discrimination is the order of the day in many countries. Murders. people celebrate murderers. People celebrate liars. People worship money. Even in churches, they worship money. They worship even human beings. They are pastors and Jews and they are bishops. And the love of self is so much. Remember, I will establish my throne. I will, I will, I will. Ego, that's the operating principle today in the world. Through the ages, since Satan has been ruling the world, evil spirits have been inspiring human beings to create oppressive systems be they religious political or commercial I know last Sunday we mentioned something about them being behind the thrones of countries presidents bishops whatever whatever you have an organization and it's big there is a demon that is attached that has to make sure that there's an influence in that organization so let's continue through such systems, human beings have been killed, maimed, and, st- and they have stolen from each other. And that's why rulers are celebrated by those that have been cheating and stealing from. When they say bring more, they say how much, can, how much more can we bring? When they say kill, they say how, much many, how many more can we kill in your name? And the next Sunday they go to church. As a guide, any system, and I mean any, I don't care whichever system, whether it's a family system, community system, religious system, commercial system, political system, I don't care which, not anchored on love, has likely been inspired by evil spirits. Meaning, if you're in a loveless marriage, there's a devil behind it. Because if God is love. And Satan is hate. Everything evil is from the pits of hell, but everything good is from God. So, if you're in a system that is evil, the enemy is right there in control. If you're in a country that is evil, the enemy is in control. If you're in a tribe that is evil, the enemy is in control. If you're in a community that is evil, the enemy is in control. There is no other as a guide. If you're in a church that does not preach the gospel of Christ, the devil is in control. On the other hand, Humanists created systems that oppress, and these are the downside I have just said, cheat and enrich a few, and make many poor. These are all the ones who are inspired by Satan and his evil spirits. If you can get a country that is so loving and kind, then I would say God is in control. But we know there is no such country. It is not by accident that most of the war systems promote greed and lust. It is the, the devil's business card is greed and lust. It should not come as a surprise, but there are many human beings who are giving their souls to Satan in exchange for fame and money. Some of your most famous people sold their souls to the devil. Some of your top preachers sold their souls to the devil. Uh, That's why they continue to confuse, hypnotize their congregations. Remember, I'm talking still generally in terms of the world, but I'm also bringing the church because the church is part of the religious system. You see, because see, believers in Christ do not belong to these systems. Believers in Christ belong to the kingdom of heaven on earth. So I'm making a distinction between children of God who belong to the kingdom of God on earth and they know themselves. And the rest of the people who I don't care whatever church or group you belong to. You are not, if you do not belong to the kingdom of heaven, because if you do belong to the kingdom of heaven, let's, let's, say, let's say something. You say, you're yeah, my brother and my sister. And we meet and start chatting. And we do not have a common understanding of an issue. There's a problem. Yes. The spirit of God is one. If it is one, we have to be in accord. We have to be in unity. We are going to come to that... Maybe in the next two or three weeks. But let's continue. The reason many human beings are no longer show sure that, why many people don't show sure that so much evil in our land, in the world, in their neighborhood, is because Satan has inoculated them with apathy. It doesn't concern me, it's not my business. <laughs> if you're a child of God, it's your business. Not necessarily that you're going to interfere directly, but you're going to be on your knees. And then God will tell you what you can do. If it's not hurting you that somebody else is suffering, then you're not a child of God. If it's not hurting you that the world is going to crisis eternity, you're not a child of God. Because it hurts God each moment. If you are his child and you have the Holy Spirit, you'll be hurting at so much evil in our world. And you want to shout, and you want to shout, and you want to shout. And because you know your shouting may not do much at that moment, you go on your knees, and God will tell you, don't worry my son, my daughter. If you don't have that burden for the world, You are not his son or daughter. Satan and his cohorts are always rejoicing when they see so many people being different. They want people to be indifferent to injustice in their communities. They They don't want you to be cared. Don't just care about yourself. Forget them. That's their business because they want you to be apathetic. They don't want you to care. They want you to be indifferent. If God was indifferent to the world, he would have allowed you and I to end up in Christ's eternity, but he sent his only son to die so that you and I can be saved. And yet, many of us are so indifferent that we can't even share a message that you know is inspired from heaven. We can't even tell our fellow people, please listen to this, read your Bible and follow the Bible. No, we will not do that. We're indifferent because we're afraid what people may say many young people and i'm talking of the 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 teens and in their 20s they are growing up in a very uncaring world they don't know any better they see selfishness in their families in their communities in the world so they have come to believe that selfishness is the way to go that acquisition of things is the norm. Forget other people, don't care about others. It's about you. That's the children we're training. That's the children we're bringing up. Because that's the worst systems as we have them today. If this trend is not reversed, if this trend is not reversed and the lotteries, this young generation of the teenagers and the 20s, They will grow up teaching their own children what they know is happening, what they have been brought up in, which is against selfishness and greed and everything. That there's a way to do it. Get ahead of others, even if you have to cheat. Lie and kill, it doesn't matter. Just succeed and acquire things. Be rich, be great. And if that generation, we're talking the young, the 20s, in the next couple of maybe 30 more years, Their own children will bring up another generation with what? The same mindset. And it gets worse and worse. If the Lord ties. Let's go to an obstacle. Believers should know who their enemies are. Many believers, genuine believers, don't know who their enemies are. They seem to look at human beings. And see them as the obstacles in their life. No. Human beings are an obstacle to you. Scripture,
1: please. I read from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places.
0: Praise the Lord. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, is talking about the war between true believers in Christ. Faithful followers of Christ, who have shunned the world, turned their backs to the world, they have no entanglements with the world, they realize that friendship with the world is an enmity with God. They have come out from among them and have separated themselves, they are holy and sanctified. These are the ones we are not talking about in this segment. If you know you don't belong, all you know what to do, you know what to do, preachers is repent. Non-believers are not involved in this particular battle web. In Ephesians chapter 2 verse 12, please note it. If you are a non-believer, you are not involved in this battle. Non-believers being the world, have Satan as the overlord. Satan rules the world, so you are part of his kingdom. So they can't be fighting their Lord and Master. You can't if you are a non-believer. Moreover, Satan doesn't see non-believers as enemies, but as his servants to do his bidding. Satan and other evil spirits see only fa- I mean faithful followers of Christ as enemies. Not, I use my master, i a mean believer. No, those who are doing the work, who are walking in the steps of Christ, who have shunned the world again, who have separated themselves. They strive each day to live a life that pleases their Lord and Master. Those are the ones I'm talking about. Those are the ones Satan sees as the enemies. And those are the ones I'm addressing in this segment. Though evil spirits are believers' enemies, many of you who are faithful followers of Christ don't seem to know that they are always attacking you and I. And that are stalking you and I, waiting for an opportunity to pull us down. That is their business. That's their main job. Evil spirits attack. When believers in Christ, true believers are sleeping. That's the first point they come. They'll come some of the dreams you and I have. Suppose visions are from evil spirits. Because how you know is when you wake up, you know you feel uncomfortable. You can't justify what you have seen with the word of God. Because evil spirits in their dreams will plant suggestive thoughts into a believer's subconscious. Think of those times you wake up, you are very afraid. Why should you be afraid, child of God? Or you imagine thoughts unworthy of a child of God. You feel dirty. The enemy has been at it. Evil spirits also attack during the day, not just in the night. They often intrude into thoughts of believers. Especially when you are about to pray or you are praying or reading the Bible. That's when you remember all those unfinished business you have been doing. The chores, the appointments, the business idea you've been trying to That's when they come. Because they don't want you to get close to God. They want to distract your child of God. They don't want you to have concentration. But eventually that time you are praying and in the spirit God may whisper something into your ear. So they want to prevent you from hearing that. Remember the church are reminding you of things that you need to do. Yes, but why at that particular moment you remember those things? <laughs> the next level of attack is through is to use other children of God. See, they use those know of God that you trust. They can even use family members. Remember Joe's wife and Job's friends. Think about that. When that fails, they'll use the so-called church elders and leaders to put false teachings, false doctrines, which are actually doctrines of demons, I go to church this Sunday, you hear the same thing over and over again. You begin to believe it over and over again. Let me say one thing right here now. Because I, I just came. Anyone teaching about praying to God for destiny helpers is not speaking from the Holy Spirit. There's no such thing as destiny helper. Pray to God to give you destiny helper. God is the only destiny helper. It's a false doctrine from the pits of hell. From the prosperity preaching pastors. It has nothing to do with the child of God. I hope someday I'll have a time to go into this segment. Why would you have to pray to God to give you a human being to be your God? Why? Why? When God can be your helper. When God is the one, if he wants to anybody, he will direct the person in your path. You don't have to pray to God, give me a destiny helper. When you should only make yourself right with God. But because when they come on peace on Sunday, they don't have anything to tell their congregation. They have nothing again to say Yeah, There are so many things you can use from the Bible if, this, if you pray and ask the Lord to guide you. So please, anywhere you hear destiny helper being taught, run from there. It's not from God. Evil spirits also use entertainment and things in the world to distract and cause believers to spend less time in God's presence. See, if you, we mentioned this last Sunday, but I'm just bringing it because I'm just encapsulating how they draw believers away from God. The overarching aim of evil spirits is to destroy the testimony of believers. Remember, it's not just distracting. They want to pull you and I down. They'll change that. They use seduction. Some good men and women of God are falling because they were seduced by the opposite sex. Don't get me wrong. They made a choice. Because when you fall into sex, you got a problem. Unless you repent and run from it, you have a problem. Because God's going to speak through you or to you. When all these fail, he has tried to bring you down through seduction. He will engineer accidents to take your life. Yes. And when that fails, he will, if you happen to be rich, he will attack your finances and wealth. If you have a good job, he may make you to lose that job. Period. Yes, because he. He, and don't tell me why is God. I will tell you why God will allow it. Whatever tactics they employ, whatever attacks they do, the whole thing is to so discourage the believer and have the believer lose their faith in God. They want him or heart to begin to question God and say, "God, where are you?" That's the whole purpose. Question, why does God allow them to do these things to his children? Why? You ask. There are many answers, but I'll give you two or three. God is love. <laughs> he wants to know if his children truly believe in his son and love him above all else. And if you love somebody, you want someone to love you too. Eh? So, why if those things come? He wants to know, are those things going to pull you away from him? Sickness? Your money is gone, whatever it is, your job, your promotion. He wants to know, do you love me above all these? Do you love your life above me? That's where sometimes sickness will come. So we tell you, no child ever can be sick. Life from a pit of hell. God allows trials and temptations. So that children, children can grow spiritually. That's the second reason. I'm are going to now read. We're going to look at Job and Paul. Bible, please.
1: And the Lord, Job chapter 1, verses 7 to 12. And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth? A blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil. So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. But now, Stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay a hand on his person. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord.
0: Praise the Lord. I encourage you, if you're a true child of God, to read the book of Job. The point here is this. Satan is always boasting about how he can pull down God's children. And here, God is also boasting about how his children are faithful. Think about that. And God said, well, okay, you are claiming that. Have you seen my servant Job? See you, see him. And Satan replies, well, if you remove all the things that he has, he's going to disown you. And when that happens, Job didn't disown God. Then he said, if you touch his person, you know, we thought... So, sickness has come, see, his wealth is gone, sickness has come. The wife even told him, curse God and die. His friends were sent to say, Job, you are responsible, not knowing that something things happening in the spiritual realm. God is proud of his children who stand firm. God is not proud of you whether you own it or don't own anything. What does that mean to God? He wants you in the midst of privations. In the midst of illness, in sickness, in health, in wealth, it doesn't matter. He wants you to be faithful. Job is an example for those who preach prosperity and talk nonsense in those churches. If they don't repent, the blood of all who are going to hell because of that teaching will be on their hands. Because it's getting too much. It's getting too much. Call them out. That is Job. And then we saw what happened at the end of in Job. God bless him still, but the point of the matter was Job stood firm and said, you can take away my children, take away my finances, take away my health. God has not done anything to me. I know that He's still God. Can you say the same? Can I say the same? Let's look at another person myself that's the Old Testament. Okay, my brother Paul. Scripture, please.
1: 2 Corinthians chapter 11, 23 to 27. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more, in labours more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequently, in deaths often. From the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been in the deep in journeys often in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastness often, in cold and
0: nakedness. Praise the Lord for his word. That's Brother Paul. I submit, in my opinion, Brother Paul, God used him to do so much more for the Gentile church, which is the church of you and I. And yet, God allowed him to be shipwrecked after he was beaten, he was impressed. Everything bad happened to Brother Paul. So, if it is in this generation of easy believism, what it prospect to be that those Paul must have done something wrong. Why, why is it only him? This is happening to. Let me say something now. The more you give your life to Christ, and I mean give, which you've given him, but the more you surrender your all to him, the more problems are going to come your way. But God will see you through because you are his child. Nothing will by any means touch or hurt you. Because God has given you and I tools to enable us. To come out triumphant. Job came out triumphant. Prabhupada came out triumphant. You too will come out triumphant. No matter the privations and sufferings that you are having today. Praise the Lord. It is only when we fail to use the tools which we are going to discuss next Sunday. That's when the disaster comes, the child of God. That will not be your lot. That will not be my lot. But please tune in next Sunday. Share these messages. You don't have a choice. If you really enjoy this broadcast, share them and give to others. Freely. You receive freely gift. Praise the Lord. We're going to sing our song because God is immortal. He's invisible. And He's only wise. Immortal, invisible, God is the only wise one. A light inaccessible here from our eyes. We can't see God unless He's just to reveal an aspect of him to us. Most blessed he is. Most glorious. His ancient of days. Almighty victorious, thy great name we will praise. Not just today. All the days of our life, even in eternity. Unresting, God doesn't rest. Unhasting, as silent as light, no one to know God doesn't need anything from you and I, except that we love Him back. Thou rulest in might. Thy justice, like mountains high, sorry, God's justice is incomparable. The clouds, which are foundation, fountains of goodness and love. The clouds are God's fountains of goodness and love. There's no way to describe God's goodness. To all life thou givest, to all, to both great and to small. In all life thou givest, the true life of all. God lives through those who have believed. And he's calling us to live the same. We blossom and flourish. Remember the parable of the vine and the vine dresser. And we can perish but not change yet God. Nothing can change God. Nothing. Great Father of glory. Pure Father of light. I joined the angels and God today. All oh, in their sight because they can't to see God. The glory that is too much. Oh Lord, we will render. Oh, help us to see. Let all who have joined in this broadcast to the Lord see the glory of God, the light that shines from the heavenlies, and may we prostrate and worship you, dear God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name we pray. Father, I'm giving your people you your word. Manifest your power in their lives. Deliver, heal, guide, teach. And if the enemy comes against any of these people, I have them say to the Father. Lord, rebook. And render them totally desolate in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon everyone who has been in this ministry. Who have been contributing their prayers. Sharing messages in this ministry. Whether they are directly involved or indirectly involved, it doesn't matter. And to those who are in the World Evangelical family, who are on the WhatsApp group. Who are there, Lord, praying and interceding for us. We give you all the praise and honor, Lord. Bless their homes, Lord. May nothing, O oh Lord, touch or hurt them. And if it does uh, touch them, Lord, Father, just like you delivered Job, just deliver Brother Paul. Deliver them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessings, glory, and honor all yours, O oh God. In Jesus, name we are praying. Praise the Lord. I'll see you all by His grace next Sunday. Please, next Sunday, child of God, tune in. We need the tools. How we fight. I know many of you have really been fighting, but you are going to find out how you can fight more effectively. Praise the Lord.